The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday. One more show the rest of the week after today. You're looking live, Tostitos Championship Plaza outside the Ford Center. At the Star Frisco, 59 degrees, feels like 58. High today is 72, low tonight's 41. And we're a little bit late because our... our Why are your knuckles all busted up? That's a long story, I'll tell you. Wow, man. Is that why you was missing on, I on chose Monday? Vi- I chose violence. Is that why you missing on Monday? <laughs> I missed me. Yeah. Like Randy Gregory. Huh? The police, I, I was walking in. The police was coming out. You got something to tell us? May, I'll tell you in a break. It's really not that exciting. You might as well tell us on air because you know Nate going to bring it back on air. That's so. true. We had Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, it's supposed to be a white out, not a pink out today. A white out, okay? Wear your white gear this tomorrow. Ain't, this, yeah. ain't, this ain't pink. This Everybody is, wear white tomorrow. What is that? Lavender. You look nice, Nate. Yeah. You look very uncomfortable, though. Yeah, yeah, this ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> That's brown. It's very brown. Yeah, yeah. It's a good color on you, though. Yeah, almost a blackout. But anyway. Almost. Cool. Yeah, let's wear white. Let's wear white tomorrow. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you text Moose, by the way, Nate? Sorry. Say who? Nope. Moose. Moose. He's on the show today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you supposed to text him. I sent him your number. No, I didn't get nothing from you. So you just send me his, just text me okay, his okay, number, me, and then we'll get, get it. Uh, yeah, next, yeah. Ne- next segment. Yeah. No, 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 I'm going to get this now. I'm going to get this. Y'all go ahead on. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. <laughs> you know he can't do two things at once. So he, <laughs> I know, but it's got important. A, it's kind of part of the well, show no, today. that's what he's doing. He's getting his phone now. So, by the way, Chris Arnold was on the show last night. So y'all didn't talk oh. much. The first thing that he said was, I'm not going to – I'm." I'm not going to talk that much tonight. <laughs> Guess what? He talked he that lied. much. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lied. He didn't talk as much as he did the first show, but he still he still held it down. So. Who was your guest last night? Thank you, Chris, for joining the uh, the show last he night. He come on our show. Mm-mm. Does he? Bring him. Mm-mm. Bring him. Got, on, a, on a day that Jesse's not here, because there ain't enough room in the studio for both of them. Ain't enough time. Uh, Jim Jeffcoat. Oh, he, that's right. Jim he, Jeffcoat. he was great. He was great. Yeah. And then yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. We had a. Uh, I wasn't here. Yeah, we had a video shoot. I heard you did a great job hosting Hanging the show. Thank you the... for holding it down for me, Jesse. You Thank did you. Do a great job. Jesse ran into his old friend. Did you tell everybody who you ran into yesterday? A couple of my old friends. Yeah, yeah. I told them. You told them on the show. Yeah. So, should have a really cool couple of videos coming out in the Is next that a day or two. Social media thing. Uh, social media and website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for it's a deal we did for Ford, um, where Michael Irvin's driving around in one of the new. Do bad ass Ford Broncos. Still got those keys? No, they picked it up today. So. Kurt, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, 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 can I tell them the three guests? Watch well, what yeah, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Drew Pearson, DeMarcus Ware, Michael Irvin. Mm-hmm. Who do you think was late? <laughs> Michael Irvin. <laughs> 30 minutes. And then he, he smoothed through Scott under the bus and said, I told Scott I had to work till 11. I couldn't be here till 1130. I told Scott that. Scott's like, he did not say that. He told me he would be here to live. <laughs> so, but it's good. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Michael drove around in the Bronco with Demarcus for thirty minutes, and then Drew for thirty minutes, and then we had cameras in the in the vehicle. And then can uh, someone open the door for Nate, please? Yeah, get it for 
Let's, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt the show. <laughs> this is all right. It's comedy relief right now. Yeah. Right. Sorry, guys. No, no problem. That's uh, what we expect from the show. So welcome yeah. back, Nate. So what time are we having DJ on? 11.45. 11.45. 11.45, we will have Moose Johnston. We're supposed to have a computer. Com- yeah, That's we had to- tomorrow, right? We bumped computer to tomorrow. Right. So. Wow, this is what happened when I don't coordinate with Shannon. I know, I know. So nice. good show last night. Jim's a great guest, man. Yes, sir, man. I Is he love still him. coaching? Little, nah, he's, little kids, he said. Yeah, little kids. He's, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Tell we're, us. We're waiting. Yeah. Can I tell y'all something? Can I share something? We with waited y'all? for you to get here. Now we're waiting, we're waiting. on you to can tell I us. Can I share something with y'all, man? We only got seven more minutes left. Yes. Yeah. But no. But just, but just. No, can I no. share something? Yes, can, please. Hey, hey, Kurt. Can yeah. I share something please with you? Please do. Shannon. Tell us. Shannon, tell us can us I talk absolutely. to you? Absolutely. Uh, Chris, can I? Can I? Can I get thirty-five seconds? Can I get thirty-five seconds? You want to go ask the security guard out there in the hall? This is going to be such a don't bully me. Don't bully me. It's going to be such a letdown. Uh. What was I going to say? Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, O'Shea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I'm, I, might, I, might, I might have to reconcile with the with the station, man, so I can so I can get invited on to the show because y'all be looking like y'all be having some good food up there. I want to just come oh, yeah. for free food. They take care of us before the show. Yeah, I just want to come for the, the free show. food. I don't really care about being on. I just want to come for the free it's, food. And, they have delicious food up there. Do y'all, y'all get to order what y'all want or – Ye, the, they give you a menu. We we kind of we don't go all in because they got some expensive stuff like steaks and like you know seventy eighty dollars steaks. Mm-hmm. We don't go all in. We usually get like the burger, or the hot chicken sandwich. Uh, but the guests the guests get whatever they want. And if you're certain guests, you <laughs> order stuff to go, and you don't ever get <laughs> you double up on the to go order, and you don't get invited back. That's an off the air conversation that Nate can bring on the air if he wants to. Charles Haley, no, boy, that Charles Haley, you sure will take advantage of something. Oh, wasn't Charles? No, wasn't Charles. <laughs> Somebody you might polar opposite of Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all something though, man. I oh, really, you remember what you were gonna tell no, us? I'm just, I'm just excited to be around you guys, man. Y'all finally coming around. Today is Thursday, so now we you know we'll what? finally start talking about how the Cowboys. You know win. what? I'm going to tell you what. I I woke up this morning and I I, I had an epiphany. <laughs> hey, what was that? Because last night on the show, right, right. I Sunday night when the games were over, I wanted I wanted San Fran. I came in here Monday. I told y'all I wanted San Fran, and then all this week. Everyone in this room and out of this room has talked me into they might lose this damn game. They ain't losing this game. <laughs> the Cowboys will not lose this game. Jesse. They're going to win this game. Kurt. No, I've always said they're winners. Wow. Like I say, today is Thursday. I'm not now worried. everybody's going to spend the last two days making sure they get their Cowboy points across. When you should have been getting them across Monday. So, as we were walking in, the privilege that we have here, when we're walking into the studio, I mean, of course, the glass windows we're walking by, we can stand out here outside the studio and watch practice. Mm-hmm. And there was something that I witnessed on my way in to— Be careful, Jesse. No, no, no. This is—I this is, wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> But, one, the Cowboys are practicing outside today, which is unusual. It's a beautiful day. I see why Mm -hmm. they come outside. But they're playing at home. They can practice inside and make Mm -hmm. sure everything is Mm -hmm. cool. But I noticed that we're we're January 13th. The Cowboys are in full pads today. Mm. Are they? They're in full pads today. They have not been in full pads for a very long time. Yeah. They're usually in shells, huh? They're usually in shells. Sure that is. tells me 
That tells me they're trying to get physical. I, 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 that just tells me <laughs> that this football team and, and and from the coaches or whatever, because and and they we come from different eras. So you know, probably when you guys got to the playoffs, it was still full pads. And when I had opportunities to get to the playoffs later on in the year, it's kind of where you want to back off more so of the full pads because. Just the wear and tear of the body. You're like, man, shoot, right. I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to do goal line. Right, right. You know, right. <laughs> all this time, you know. They now decided to go full pads two, three, what's today? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three mm-hmm. days before the game. Is that somewhat of the physical nature of what everyone has been talking about for the 49ers, offensively and defensively? Has that kind of trickled into the mindset of Mike McCarthy and he's all of a sudden now trying to you know, input and, 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 and insert it seemed that way, toughness it? and physical into his football team? And, and it don't matter. You do whatever you have to do in this one-and-done situation. You're right. And if that is a part of it, so be it. You have to put everything. But can you? But can you yes, insert you physical yes. physicality yes, you into can. a team days before the game? Yeah, yeah, yes, you can. This this team, it, it, they they can blame it on being physical, but the teams I've always said this, and I continue to say, it's a level you have to rise up to mentally as well as physically when you are playing the better teams. And every game that they have lost, besides that Denver debacle in, in, in the, uh, the one following that AFC West, these guys have to understand that it's a way you have to play this game when you're on that level. This week here, I call it the garbage can, the garbage, uh, garbage, take out the trash week. You know, all the teams that fortunate to get into the playoffs. We'll find out if the Cowboys one of those teams. Fortunate to get in the playoffs because they didn't know how to raise their level of play. You know that's what it's all about, Jesse. Okay, yeah, they physical. That's how they built their team, uh, the the 49ers. But you know what? Every team that's in this playoff right now has a certain degree of ability that they can rise to mentally. And that's what this is about. That's why he got them in pass. Fellas, you know what? We finna get after it starting today. We ain't waiting till the game. Now, over the year, he didn't see it that way. But we won 12 games. And I don't think it was because we're not, we wasn't a good team. But when you played the physical teams, which were the better teams, check the records. It's a mental mindset, man. And sometimes you have to grow and get experience. These guys, will this be just another growing and learning period, lose the game? Or will this be a growing and learning period where you win against it? Okay, we got physical. Now we can be something else next week. The 49ers. They weren't known for physical, will but when be, they needed to, they got physical. Do you think they? I'm be, somebody in my day. Yeah. Will they be physical in practice? Like I know in your day, you guys are going hard in practice. Yes. Do they just have pads on and go through the same routine, or will they be physical in practice? You think? Well, well I don't know. And, and to me, that's a detriment to your football team because now it's almost uh, I'm wearing you down before the actual wearing down will happen on Sunday. The, you the, don't have to stay the, there as long. You don't have to stay out this long because I remember one time we was getting ready to play, and Jimmy, Coach Johnson, said, fellas, check this out. We practice an hour and 45 minutes. He said the reason we practice an hour and 45 minutes is because y'all are the majority of the time in full go, full pads. The 49ers practice two hours and 30 minutes. And the reason they practice two hours and 30 minutes is because they always want up-tempo, always running fast as you can, even a down lineman. 
They want, but, and, but you you got off the pads. It's all about how your coach perceive things, and now they've been having short practices. I don't think they're gonna start going any longer than what they usually go about an hour and thirty, hour and forty five minutes. So it's not gonna wear them down. If anything, they should be rejuvenated because they don't got back eighty five guys off the COVID injured list. <laughs> So they they should be all right, man. Yeah, but you hey, but you, but hang you, on real quick, Nate. Would you like to introduce our guest that Chris has on the phone right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Darrell Johnson, you there? I'm here, Nate. How you doing? Moose, what's up, baby? Hey, when did they expand the roster to 85? I didn't know about that. Huh? When did they expand the roster to 85? I didn't know that. Uh, who, who they got? I didn't know that either. Who, who expanded? it? You guys just did. You just said it. What did I say? Help me out, Moose. What did I say? We got 85 guys coming off the COVID list. I didn't know yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop, Moose. Stop, bro. You starting to act like the old Moose. Stop. Turn it to the announcer, Moose. I don't need this stuff. How you doing, man? This, hey, this is Darrell Johnson, a great fullback for the Dallas Cowboys, last of a prehistoric breed that is endangered now in the NFL. Glad to have you, Moose Except Johnson. Except we're seeing one this weekend. Yes, but we are. We are yes, you know. we are. Yes, thank you. Thanks, thanks for coming to the show, man. And you, oh, my, my man. pleasure. Enjoy catching up and talking football with you, Nate. I hear you, man. Now, now, my friend Moose, uh, what are you into right now? Quickly, because he's into a new thing, so I want to get that out there right away. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're getting, uh, we're rebooting the USFL. So, uh, you know, for all of us back, and you, you yes, are sir. a part of the USFL, right? Right, right. Tampa Bay Bandits. I think, I think they kept their name. Tampa Bay Bandits are going to be one of the eight that we're bringing back. So right. we're going to. Bring- the original franchises. Uh, Nate Newton was a part of it. Jim Kelly, Reggie White, Steve Young, Herschel Walker. Um, I don't think we're going to have players of that caliber with us, but we're going to have <laughs> players. Uh, it, it's it's something that's going to be really exciting. I, I think we've proven that there's a there's a need for spring football, but but also an appetite from the viewer to watch some more football. Um, so we're going to have a, a little bit later calendar start than the other two leagues that uh, that try to go in the spring. We got Fox behind us, NBC behind us. Um, got some really good people working with us, uh, you know, to build this. So I'm really excited about it, and I appreciate you Let me get that in. But, yeah, uh, USFL kicks off uh, April of 2022. Moose, this is Jesse Holly here, and I'm the beggar of the show. And so since you guys aren't going to have the caliber of the Reggie Whites and the <laughs> yeah, I know where this is going. of the world, can I get a tryout? I, I got some football left in me. I got a little bit of football left in me. I know I'm, I'm a little bit older than I was, you know, back no, back then. And if I can't get a tryout to get on one of these teams in this spring league, can I at least do the pre and post game show? <laughs> the pre and post we, we could probably work on, um, it, it, but we can't. We can't say older, Jesse. We got to go more more mature. I'm seasoned, more Abby, more experienced. Yes, yes, yes. We, we can't use the, the the old the older word. That 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 won't go well. <laughs> so that's a no, because you dodged yeah, the question. Yeah, he just dodged right, so I got it. Totally dodged I got it. And Jesse, you would go from a wide receiver to now the way you look, uh, probably a uh, a linebacker, maybe no, even hybrid a, tight end. Maybe you go. A, yeah. a, a hybrid tight end. Right yeah. there. I, I played at about 210. I'm about, about two about two thirty thick, thick, about two, about two thick. thick right now. Wow. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Moose Back to the Cowboys as they gear up for this game against the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know if you heard us as we were, we were coming in, but we were talking about in practice today, the Cowboys are going full pads. And this is something that the Cowboys really haven't done a lot this season. Is that something when, from a player's perspective, when you look at that, 
has something creeped into the mind of the coaches and saying we're going to try to build a physical football team overnight or I just need the pads to be on to kind of get a feel for what we're going to face on Sunday? Or, you know, what, what would your take be on that if you were a player and you, and you found out you guys had full pads today of all days and you hadn't had them really all year? Yeah, I, I heard Nate's uh, response where we're, that, that would have never played in our decision-making because we were always in pads. So, um, you know, I, I think the message being sent to the team is is more from a preparation standpoint. Hey, this is one of the more physical running teams in the NFL. If, if we're, if we're going to win this game, we've got, we've got to be able to shut down that run. So let's make sure, you know, we're, we're going to go out. We're going we're gonna to practice at a good tempo. We want some collisions, but we want you guys to stay healthy. So we're going to put the pads on. But we've got to do this this week because of how San Francisco plays. Uh, you're not going to develop a, a physical mentality overnight. Um, you know, one of the things that everybody talks about when they go up against Dallas in that defense is the speed and the athleticism. Um, you know, they, they don't really talk about the physicality. So they're, they're going to have to match that with San Francisco. And the best way to do that is to practice that during the course of the week. Now, you're not going to flip a switch, but this is going to give you the best opportunity, uh, you know, with, with your practice habits during the week to be able to, for the defense to see exactly what it is that San Francisco does because they're so unique in how they run the football. This is not a traditional run game that they're going to go up against. So it's going to be, it's going to be the edges that need to be ready to play. So let, let's put the pads on and make sure we're setting the edge. It's going to be, you know, corner fill, safety's dropping down. Um, you know, this is, this is something where everybody in the perimeter and the secondary has to be ready to attack this run game uh, because Kyle Shanahan is outstanding at exploiting the edges. Moose, you've, you've, I think you've broadcast a couple of the 49ers games this year. What do you see as far as the Cowboys attacking them? I mean, they like everybody's been talking about their physicality, but can the Cowboys, you know, use their many options, their many weapons to get around this team and get through them? Yeah, this is all about the offensive line uh, for Dallas. Um, you know, the, the way that, that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have, have built this team out in San Francisco is, is from the inside out. Um, you know, great defensive line. Good offensive line, uh, but but they've used you know that that fullback, the tight end. You look at the wide receivers that that they get; those are you know great blocking players at that position. So for, for Dallas to have success offensively, they're going to have to be able to hold up in that offensive line. Um, you know they can't let Bosa start to become an issue. They can't let those big guys in that defensive line become an issue. Um, so that that's going to be the biggest challenge for them. Um, you know everybody talks about. You know, this, this kind of going back to the old style of defense, playing a lot of cover two shells and, and really kind of stressing offenses to be patient. Uh, they're not going to give you something cheap over the top. That, that's, that's the way that San Francisco is kind of built right now. Um, they've had injuries in the secondary. They're not going to play a lot of man-to-man. They know they won't match up well uh, against Dallas's skill group playing man-to-man. So you're going to see a lot of zone. I think, I think they play you know, like the six-month zone defense in the NFL. Um, so they're going to try the patience of Dallas. So that means you're going to have to be able to run the ball effectively. You're going to have to be able to check it down, you know, take the short to medium routes. Um, you know, it'll be, it, it'll be interesting to see how Kellen Moore, you know, designs his plays because you, you got to take a couple of shots down the field. So when do you sense the opportunity if they're going to pressure with a man coverage scheme or just by play design? How do you, how do you get somebody, you know, down a seam, you know, you know over the top of, of one of these safeties? So, uh, but the biggest thing is, is winning that battle up front and, and being able to stay patient because you're being productive in the run game. You know, Moose, a lot of people don't know, but you played all four special teams. And 
we we were fortunate enough to have great kickers. What what do you think about our special teams, including our kicker? I. Uh, you know, it, it, it reminds me a little bit of what happened in Chicago a couple of years ago, Nate. Um, I, I can't remember the kicker's name, but we had him late, and he had really, really struggled down the stretch. And, you know, we made the comment during the broadcast that, you know, this is something that Chicago has to address because you just hate to see him get into the playoffs and have, you know, a missed field goal, you know, something that's been troubling them all season long, be the reason why they didn't advance in the playoffs. And that ended up being exactly what happened. Um, you know, they, they missed an opportunity to go to the championship game. Uh, because they missed the field goal at the end of the game. And it wasn't a long field goal. It was a makeable field goal, uh, but they missed it. And, and it was an issue that was there the whole season. It, it's been an issue all season for Dallas, not just the field goal, but the PAT. And every point, every single point is going to be valuable in this game. Um, you know, th- th- this is going to be a tight fit. Um, and, and Greg Zerline has got to be spot on. Um, and, and it would definitely be a concern of mine, Nate, going into the game because it's been an issue during the course of the season, uh, and we've seen you know, the missed field goal, the missed extra point become a huge part of a loss or a huge part of a change in philosophy in the fourth quarter or late in the game because you're chasing points that were missed early on. Hey, Moose, you mentioned the, uh, the, the run game earlier. Dallas is, seems like they've struggled at times to figure out how to get guys involved, something that the 49ers don't have a problem with, with with Debo Samuel. They seem to get him the ball, whether it's out of the backfield, receiving, whatever. What part of the offense do you think is a must-have to get going early, get involved? Is it, is it Amari? Is it Zeke? Is it Tony Pollard? Who do they need to get the ball in the hands of on the offense to get this thing rolling early? Uh, I like, I like CD lamb. I like the energy that, that CD plays the game with. Um, you know, if you could get some of the, the, the jet sweeps or, you know, some of the things that you do creatively to get uh, those types of guys, you know, the, the really good athletes in space involved in, you know, some of the non-traditional run game, uh, you know, get them on the edge. Um, but like we talked about in that run game in the offensive line, it's going to be important for Ezekiel to get on track early for Tony to get on track early. Uh, they have got to be productive in, in the traditional run game between the tackles. Um, you know, you, you don't want to rely on some of the gimmicky runs, but but I do think, you know, let's let's get a let's get a jailbreak screen out to CD Lamb real quick in the game and, and get his energy going. Uh, let, let's let's get the ball to him, uh, you know, on a jet sweep or something where we're getting him on the edge in the run game. Uh, I, I just I, I love the energy that he plays with. Uh, man, he's a tough kid for being a you know being out there in the wide receiver position. I've seen him take some some really really big hits this year, and he just bounces right up. So I, I just I love the energy that he brings to the game, and if you can kind of tap into that early, uh, I think it'd be great for Dallas. Former multiple Super Bowl champion, fullback for the Dallas Cowboys, Moose Johnson, hanging out with the boys today. Moose, when you start talking about this, is the time of year where a lot of jobs begin to open up. Um, GM jobs, coaching jobs, coordinator jobs, all these jobs begin to open up. And, and, and the Cowboys this year, probably when you're talking about Will McClay, because uh, he's in the mix for teams you know, potentially being GM, and Dan Quinn, head coach, and Kellen Moore, a head coach. Would you consider this playoff run with everything that they have together right now a, kind of a, a must-win window because this thing may be broken up you know, with coaches and, and, and personnel, people going all over the place. Is, is this that, that window that the Cowboys have that they must win in this window this year because they might not have this squad together very very much longer? Mm, that's very interesting, Jesse. Um, that's what I do. Did, that's what I do. That's what I do, Moose. I give interesting, thought-provoking questions. It, 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 <laughs> is, 
you know, it, it, it takes me back. We did, uh, we did a game one season. It was the last game of the regular season. Um, it was uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. And it was Chip Kelly's last game. Um, and, and Chip didn't sit anybody. He didn't play young guys. They were out of the playoffs. They were, uh, they were nine and six coming into the game. Um, and, and the Philadelphia press was all over you know, because he came out and said, I'm not, I'm not looking at next year. You know, I'm not looking at these young players who haven't had a lot of playing time in the last game of the regular season. We're, we're going to play the game to win. And his philosophy was this team has an opportunity to be a 10 win season, to have a 10 win season in the NFL. And that's, that's something to take a lot of pride in. There's, there's a lot of teams that, that, that can't do that. That's a, that's a, a milestone when you get to 10 wins. And he goes, this team is not going to be together next year. So it would, it would not be the right thing for me to do to take away their opportunity to be a 10-win season team just because I want to look at young guys. I want to give these guys the opportunity because they've earned it and they're not going to be together next year to have a 10-win season. So I've, I've, I've always remembered that. So I, I think you make a great point here. The amount of change that could happen, we all know there's change on the roster, but the amount of change that could happen for this team from a coaching staff position, from a front office position, uh, it's always there, but because of how well they've done this year, it, especially you know what Dan Quinn has done on the defensive side of the ball and the connections that Dan has into some of these teams that have an open position at the head coach, um, is this the last time that he's going to coach the defense here? So, yeah, all the way through this playoff season, you know Dallas has to understand this is the last time this group is going to be together, and, and not just as a roster, as teammates, but also – from a coaching staff and from a front office position, there could be substantial change for Dallas. Moose, thank you so much for joining the show. We know you got to run. We appreciate it. Nate, any last words? For I'll your... see you next week, man. You know where we're going to meet at? Hey, at the Monkey. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll text you about my tryout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll text you about my tryout. Yeah. And then if it doesn't go well, we'll do uh, we'll we'll, just, we'll do some uh, pregame and postgame interview reps, and we'll see how you do. Yeah, that. I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you my what's call for that too. I've been doing pre and postgame for a lot of years put him, around here. Put him through the car wash on yeah, both sides. Yeah. Get us a, just get us a nice little reel. Of some yeah, of the, I'll send you my reel. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll send you my reel. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it, Moose. Thank, <laughs> thank you for joining the you, show. Darren. We'll thank be right back. Much. The second segment on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. 
So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Cowboys Nation, it's yes, playoff sir. time. Get ready to white out AT&T Stadium and cheer the Cowboys on to victory on <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, January 15th, 16th, 17th. <laughs> When they take on the blank blank at blank PM for playoff updates, visit DallasCowboys.com slash 2021 playoffs. Wear your white gear to the game Sunday. Just go cheer them on. We're going to wear ours tomorrow on the show. And Jesse alluded to our very distinguished and special guests uh, that we ran into yesterday, that content. And I don't want to give away what Demarcus and Michael talked about. And I don't know if they talked. I don't think they talked about this in the in the car. But I asked Demarcus about Micah Parsons, and he said he actually met with him mm-hmm. recently. And in fact, before right before we came on the show, I got an alert that this there's a story in USA Today about this. I guess Demarcus talked about it somewhere. And I, you know, I asked him what he thought, and he said that you could tell he was he he just was like focused on everything D. Ware had to say, and just like listened to everything. And he said he was asking him, like, how do you handle this? How do you do this? And DeMarcus said the one thing that he's going to have to avoid in it throughout his career, he goes, is getting bored. Mm. Because, getting you know, bored. getting bored. Wow. Because yeah. football is easy to him, yeah. right? Yeah. And I asked him, I said, is football easy? And he's like, he's going to have to. And he said, you know what advice I gave him? On Monday and Tuesday when nobody else is doing anything and you're sitting around your house and everybody else is playing video games or whatever – you get the game install on Monday. Go through the game install Monday and Tuesday, and when you're in meetings the rest of the week when everybody else is asking questions about the install, you already know it. Yeah. You look at tendencies. You study tendencies. That's what you need to do. And then he said this, and I wanted to get y'all's take on this. He said, when you notice a guy doing something on film, go up to an offensive lineman. Like if a guy kicks his leg out to the left a little bit when it's a, when it's a run play, Go to, go to Tyron and say, Tyron, at some point during practice, I want you to kick your leg out a little bit to the left and let me see if I notice it or not. And I thought that was, like, freaking genius. Wow. Like, stay busy, don't get bored. Because he's a football guy, Micah, mm-hmm. right? Stay busy, don't get bored. Here's what you need to do. And I was like, that's like – because I asked him, I said, he's, like, got Sean, Sean Lee-level football IQ. He's like, yeah, 100%. He was like – and, he, and I was just like, I was blown away by that. I said, how long did it take you to, to, to learn that? And he goes, three years. Hmm. Three years before I figured it out. And I said, how'd you figure it out? He goes, Greg Ellis. Greg Ellis pulled me to the side and he said, here's what you need to do. Tar Heel. Just there you go. There you go. <laughs> we've, been, so, we've been contributing to this place for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all's thoughts on that? I thought, to me, that just, I was like, wow. That's like next level stuff. Like, No, there isn't. There's so many legends that come through these hallways, right? Some good, some bad, but there are so, so many. There aren't many that are 
greater than DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Just as a football player, as a person, and as someone who knows how to deliver knowledge. And that's key. Like, can your message resonate with the player? Because I've, I've, been in, I've been in the locker room, I've been on the outside of the locker room, and I've heard legendary-type people come through here, and their delivery was off. Yeah. And, the, and the way they delivered their message was off, so it turned the player off. And so uh, instead of being able to receive the message or the information because the delivery was off, there was a the situation that was missed. And with DeMarcus, man, he is just so damn good at everything. And he's handsome. He's a handsome <laughs> dude at that. He Great skin, dude. man. He's better looking now than he was when yeah, he was playing. Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude, you still look good. But that is the perfect message you can give a guy from the perfect person mm-hmm. to get the message from for Micah Parsons. And, and because DeMarcus is so willing um, to give up that information and he's local, it's, it's a text, it's a call. If I'm not understanding anything, it's I can run by his house, he can run by my house, we can do it together. But that, that's the kind of dude DeMarcus Ware is. He's the kind of dude that just wants yeah. you to have the information. He's Were saying former players that came in and that kind of resonated with you when you were I had Michael. Yeah, that's true. I had Mike. How about you, Nate? Yeah, Mike resonates in a whole lot of different areas. Yeah, well, we you don't, know, probably don't keep talking about some of <laughs> But no, like Off so like for, like for me, like I had Mike, right? But then I also through the show, I had Bill Bates. Mm. And and there were many times who I reached out to, to Bill Bates and ask different questions about special teams and about things like that. I had the great Jody Camillas who was fantastic at, you know, being, you know, a coach. And, and you know, one of the guys that I learned under was Patrick Creighton. So, I mean, I, I had guys who just had a ton of information and was willing to give the information up. Mike, you, well, go ahead. Nate, did you have a guy? Or if you want to stay on Mike, that's fine. But I just wonder if you had a guy like that. You, Former players that helped you out or came in, or uh, Fred Dean when I was in the US of L, hmm. Tampa Bay Bandits. He played for the Washington Redskins, won the Super Bowl with him, offensive uh, guard. He taught me a whole lot. He, he taught me a whole lot. Yeah. Hmm. So everybody got that guy, man. Like Jess said, key word: willing, willing to give yeah. up that information. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The way I was just gonna say the way Mike, Mike and D were are a lot alike because they're. When they give you information, they're very hands-on. Mm-hmm. They engage you. They they mm-hmm. touch you. They say, "Hey, you know this, this," and they're not just saying, "This is the way you do it" or "This is the way you should do it." This is uh, Chris just sent me this. Thanks for getting uh, DJ on. That was great, Nate. Thank we appreciate you, that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, from Todd Archer filed to ESPN, wondering why Will McClay's name has not been on any GM oh, interview look, list. I was getting ready to read the same thing as soon as we got a break. Yeah. He ain't going nowhere. According y'all. to multiple sources, he has agreed to a new contract to remain the Cowboys' VP of Player Personnel. So there you go. So he's Cowboys, really, he's got the best of both worlds there. Doesn't he, he loves he? it. I mean, here. he's he's the de facto GM without all the headaches of the press and. Kind of behind Gets the scenes. Like was one, that you your know? knuckles? That was. Jesus. <laughs> I thought that was a water bottle you like. Jeez. Oh, that gave me. Oh, let's go to break. We'll be right back. We're hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? 
If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Dak Prescott is our nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge, followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. What's for lunch today, Kurt? <laughs> oh, so you get, that's all you got out of the help, fate, fight, and all of that? Mexican food, get right. burrito bowls. Burrito bowls? Yeah. Dang. I love those burrito, burrito bowls. bowls. I can't have one. Let me today. sneak you one? Let's sneak you one. Oh, you're, you're no. fast. I just I could walk in there and get one. Oh. I don't need you to sneak me. I one. didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if you got. <laughs> you can't, sneak, you can't sneak on God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. How long do you fast for? Um, there are stages mm-hmm. to it. Um. So I don't I, like right now. I'm I'm on. What's today? Thursday, the Thursday. I'm still on juice, juice, just juice and water. Last week was seven days of all water, and I got um, until Saturday night juice and water. Do you drop during this? Yeah. Um, I would eat a chair in the middle of this. Yeah. uh, (laughs) In between like fifteen and twenty-ish pounds. What? What? uh, What time Saturday night? Midnight. What do you? What's the first thing you're gonna eat? A salad. Really? Yeah, because I, I so next week is uh, fruits and vegetables. So it's water, juice, okay. and fruits and vegetables. Hey, when do we get to steaks? Yeah, we don't get to steaks <laughs> until February. Really? Yeah, we don't get to. You're in a really good mood to like have starved yourself for a week and a half. I like you guys. <laughs> are you? I do. Are you grumpy outside of this room? I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm grumpy. I just don't have the the patience. Ah, uh, my short, patience, short foolishness. Yeah. Da- sure. da- I think Danny McCray did the same diet. 
No, he, yeah, he did his own Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, he had <laughs> yeah, this is a Survivor diet. Yeah. Wow. Well, and yeah. it would be a lot easier to do if I knew at the end of it, it was a million dollars potentially. Yeah, 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 no yeah. Doubt. That, that, that helps. That helps. That helps. Jeez. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of minutes. Don't have a whole lot of time to how, really well, get how, into what's it. Today? How big is this, this signing of McClay keeping him? Is that today's Thursday? <laughs> huge. Yeah. I think it's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think our fan base, when your when your fan base knows who your VP of player personnel is and they freak out when any time a job opening comes up, I think that that tells you everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's done a great job with you know, they've had some misses, but I mean everybody's going to yeah, miss, yeah. but I mean the guys that they've been able to go get in free agency, I think that's a that's a huge yeah. deal. Like some of these guys he's brought in, like Jaron Curse and guys like that that haven't really hit other places have come here and, you know, Mm-hmm. Done really well. A lot of them you can't afford to keep, and they, you know, Robert Quinn came in one year and had a hell of a year. Now he's, you know, breaking records in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's huge. Yeah. What do y'all think? He's a good dude too. Mm, great dude. One of the best. He has a perfect job. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I, I'm not because res- when things go wrong, you still blame Jerry and yeah. Steve. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm not I'm not in that crosshair yeah. fire of when things you're, go wrong. You're behind. You're the second line. I'm the second yeah. line, yeah. and I'm still. But I'm getting paid like first line yeah. talent. Yeah. So I'm getting paid like first line talent. Um, I know for a fact, no matter what happens, whether I succeed or I fail, and I know that Will always wants to con- to succeed. If I get fired, there will be a line of jobs for me mm-hmm. yeah. immediately. And if you get bored, you can get a head coaching job somewhere. You don't. He's not. You don't get bored around here. No, you don't get bored. That's around the other here. part. That star. <laughs> that star. That star, man. That is star. You don't Cause leave. Because guess what? Eventually, eventually. I don't know when, Shannon. I don't know when, Nate. I don't know when, Kurt. But eventually, the lid will be lift. And there will be another Lombardi added to the five that we have sitting upstairs. Mm. Wait, did Jesse Holly just say that live on the mm, air? There will be wow. another one. I don't know when, but there will be one. There will be one. It, 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 we're, this is we're not the Jaguars who probably don't have a chance in hell. Detroit, Detroit, <laughs> Houston. We're not the, the admirals. You know the admirals. We're not them. <laughs> like we're not them. We're way more competent than that when it comes to football. Yeah. So eventually, we're gonna get to that, to that promised land. Who knows? It might Can happen we this year. Hurry it up, because I've been waiting a long time. And, yeah, I know. I know. We all been waiting a long time. But <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought I, I thought honestly thought you had to go to the bathroom. But <laughs> I Will honestly McClay, thought that's what you. Will McClay no, will be a part of it. But, no, but I'm <clears> just saying. I've been waiting. But, but, I, I, but I got a question. Here. Yeah, what you got? Dude, isn't the Admirals got to be the stupid oh, one? There we go. That means, you know what? It's time for the <laughs> end of the show, show. Kurt. We still, we still in, uh, oh, you know, come happy, on, man. Happy birthday to Kurt. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris, Chris happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Beam, you call, call of duty, man. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, call of duty. Happy birthday to you. Capricorn season is here. Right. You know, Chris snuck one in on us. Kurt yeah. snuck one in on yeah. us a couple of weeks ago. Right. We yeah. got to get better at this birthday thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just Man. check Facebook. Wow. I'll tell you. Yeah. Jesse, yeah. good show. Nate, thanks for bringing the heat today wow, with, with DJ. That yep. was awesome, that was awesome. man. Who, you, bring, Admirals, who man. you bringing next week? You got to step it up after no, we win this I'm playoff. I'm bringing in the GM of the Admirals.
Oh, Lord. They're stupid enough to name themselves. They ought to be stupid enough to. Come on, I'll show you. Get, Will, <laughs> get Will McClay in here next week. Oh, you know, Will? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to call him. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Look at him, man. I want to call a brother chip in. Can I get that? <laughs> the brother chip in. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play the brother chip card every now and again. Chris, happy birthday. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Will, thanks for keeping the live streams man, up. Man, we can get Quinn, man. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to eat Mexican food, except Jesse. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Hanging with the boys. The Mexican water. Computer tomorrow. White out. White out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!